Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 277, and today we'll be talking about what we're looking forward to in 2020. I'm GC13. And I'm David. It's a it's a brand new decade. There are some shows coming out this year. There are definitely multiple new shows coming out in 2020. I'm mildly excited. I'm probably more excited for the continuation of shows I was already watching. Actually, that's almost entirely the list. There's very little that is brand spanking new that's announced. And maybe I just haven't been like watching cartoon news long enough to know if this is normal for when stuff gets announced. It feels like in movies and TV, stuff gets announced usually way earlier than when it comes out. So the fact that there isn't that much known about new series in 2020 makes me think that, you know, the biggest push is going to be like HBO Max this year. And then Nick has a bunch of stuff that's, you know, they have their whole relationship with Netflix that's about to become fruitful. But besides like Rugrats, we know no other titles of what their new IP is going to be. So it, there's a lot, a lot up in the air, a lot of mystery. Well, there's, there's nothing much I want to get super hyped for, but to be honest, I kind of like it this way. I just want to talk about the cartoons I already like. I don't want to plug into the cartoon marketing machine. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Only, only start liking the cartoon once we, once we get to see it and know it's good. I mean, I like seeing cartoons from new creators, though. Like, if Ian JQ said he was coming out with a new cartoon this year, even though I would, like, want to see OKKO come back, I would I would be immediately more excited. Yeah. I mean, and then, of course, you know, there every 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 show we're already watching, we want to see more episodes of Steven Universe Future. Want to see more of that. Uh, Infinity Train actually gets a special mention because as this episode of the podcast goes live on Tuesday... The second miniseries of Infinity Train will be on its second day, so that'll be fun. We'll be we'll be enjoying that with everybody else, and uh, definitely Mau Mau. Also, Netflix is going to be continuing at least two shows I started loving last year. She-Ra has no official announcement for season five, but it had three 13-episode arcs, or excuse me, four 13-episode arcs planned for it, and we've already seen three of them. So there's either going to be two more seasons coming or one, depending on how they split them up, because they split up one of the arcs into seasons two and three. So I hope they split it up again, because it means probably that we can get the first batch of episodes earlier. And I really love that show. And without being too spoilery uh, for the end of season four, there's just like a lot of things that happen that are introducing like several new status quos for characters and for the world. So I really want to see how those things conclude, but those seasons have been like coming out rapid fire. The show came out in November of 2018, and it has just pumped out four, <laughs> four seasons. The 39, is that what 13 times 3 is? Yeah, 39 episodes. So I, I think it's going to keep coming rapid fire. I also loved Hilda, and that does have an official announcement for this fall. So I'll be waiting a while in 2020, but the animation was really, really beautiful in that show and really adorable. And I'm excited to see Hilda again, too. Otherwise, there's like nothing else on Netflix. But it's crazy to me that now I kind of care about Netflix as a platform for cartoons. And like I mentioned earlier, it's going to be even bigger with Nickelodeon coming. But I'm not excited for the one announcement they do have, which is Rugrats. I mean, Rugrats was funny <laughs> when I watched it as a kid, but I don't... Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd need to see more of that before I became excited for it. I just don't know what the jokes are going to be like 
or anything because the jokes as they were in in the 90s was a lot of a a lot of potty humor (laughs) and so you know and it's a show about babies they're they're babies Ah, ah, ah. do 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 millennial slash zoomers even like babies Ah, ah, ah. do i like babies i don't know but uh, you mentioned She-Ra and Hilda, and I do think that 2020 is the year I finally get into the Netflix cartoons. I've been wanting to watch She-Ra for a little while now, and just oh. Hilda really sounds like the kind of show I would love, so why haven't I watched okay, it Okay, seriously, as a Steven Universe fan, She-Ra is, it's every, everything you want. I mean, for the, like, fantasy and sci-fi mixture and strong strong well an almost entirely female cast and god it's so good (laughs) it's so good i didn't know that i was going to that's actually the only show i binged truly binged in 2019 where i actually watched it all in a week because i loved it so yeah please watch that (laughs) also hilda i think animation wise definitely touches the same thing it doesn't have the sci-fi element but it touched the same area of my brain that liked gravity falls because it's got that like spookiness and still like lightheartedness, I guess. And I think it was the same animation studio. So, yeah. But since this is primarily a Cartoon Network channel, thanks to, you know, its roots in the Steven Universe fandom, it would be wrong for us to go through a podcast episode without mentioning that apparently the Amazing World of Gumball team is working on a show called Elliot from Earth, and they're thinking it's going to come out this year. They announced it in 2018, so they've had time. Yeah, the the like premise for this show sounds pretty interesting. Let me read everyone the, the premise from the Cartoon Network wiki. The series follows a human boy named Elliot who finds himself living on a spaceship packed with aliens from all corners of the universe. It's a show about finding your place in the world, even if you're in outer space. And there's a dinosaur. <laughs> So, space. I love space. Dinosaurs, uh, you know, uh, three out of five for me on dinosaurs in general. I didn't even, ooh, that's the Pixar film I skipped out on, The Good Dinosaur. But that's not maybe not to the fault of dinosaurs. But that seems cool, and it's being led by, what What does it mean when you say the, the team of Gumball? Does that just mean a lot of the storyboarders? Is the actual show creator from Gumball coming over? Variety says the show will come from the same EMEA original programming hub that makes Gumball. And some guy, formerly a script reader and composition supervisor on Gumball, created it. Ah, okay. So, like, you know how Steven Universe has Adventure Time DNA? This has Gumball DNA. And Gumball is really good. I did want to know where the show creator was because there's sort of a rumor going around that the Gumball creator might still be working on a movie or something that completes the original run of The Amazing World of Gumball. A lot of people didn't like the actual finale because it almost kind of wasn't a finale. I think it even had like a cliffhanger that kind of made you want more. So that may still come out. So I was wondering, oh, if a lot of the talent is gone from World of Gumball, that makes that project seem less likely. Although, you know, all this stuff, I I don't know what the timelines for this stuff was. Is, Is the space show already completed or... Does the Gumball movie, that one feels like it would still be in development, but... Yeah, I probably oversold it saying the Gumball team, but, you know, DNA from the Gumball team. Also coming out, and this is something we've known about for quite a while as well, also coming for Cartoon Network is Wee Baby Bears, the Wee Bear Bears spinoff. Um, they've already done, like, half a season of it already as the Baby Bears episodes in Wee Bear Bears, so we know it'll be good. 
Yeah, much better than the last babified show on Cartoon Network, which was Total Drama Rama. Why they felt the need to make those characters babies, I'll never know. But uh, yeah, baby shows can be cool sometimes. Obviously, like you can do it really well, like Baby Muppets. And then I think for We Bear Bears, this is the type of show that adapts perfectly into that format because it's already completely well, really. I don't think you could do it any other way with with a with a baby show except slice of life. But I think if it's rooted in something more like happy and sincere, like Weaver Bears, then it works for babies. Versus something like Total Drama Rama is well, they're not quite babies, <laughs> but they're like kids and they're obnoxious as heck. And I don't want to watch that because they're screaming so much. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, let's uh, let, let, let's see on my list. Oh, oh, that Harley Quinn series. I need to watch that one, too. Oh, yeah. So that's still continuing. It just came out in November. Apparently, I have to pay for, you know, DC Universe in this in this time. Uh, you know, even shows like She-Ra are actually available on iTunes outside of Netflix. But the new Harley Quinn cartoon can only be watched by paying Lord knows what to DC Universe. But you could, well, since they're airing weekly, I don't know when it ends, but I'm assuming it ends this month. Because there was already mm. like six episodes or something aired so far. So I guess you could fit it in with a month subscription. But yeah, I've been seeing so many gifs of it on Twitter that it and it has like the same style as the Batman animated series, which really piqued my interest. I mean, you got me already. And then, of course, uh, we cannot go without mentioning that big sacrifice to that monster HBO Max. Adventure Time Distant Lands. Yeah, please go listen to our whole uh, HBO podcast that we had a few a few episodes back. Uh, you know, I'm excited about these coming out. I'm also fine with HBO Max because it looks like there's just going to be so much animation on it that that platform is just going to help make that happen. Yeah, this the four the hour long movie format I think is going to be. Uh, well, I, I think it's just the direction Adventure Time went. It had so many eight-part miniseries. It just feels natural for these stories to exist as something longer now. And it helps it feel separate from just a like season 12 of the show or something if it was a bunch of 11-minute episodes. And I think Adventure Time, much like, <laughs> much like even Steven Universe, sort of outgrew the 11-minute format. So, yeah, it's hype. I wonder if, as cartoons move into streaming, if they'll ever abandon having a set episode length altogether. Yeah. Like, what if we have a five-minute episode, an 18-minute episode, a 15-minute episode, and a 29-minute episode, all in the same season? A lot of live-action shows, once they didn't have ads in them, actually went ahead and filled up the ad space. Like, I'm watching Veep right now on HBO, and... It's 30 minutes long instead of 22 minutes, which is kind of amazing that when given the opportunity, (laughs) the producers of television actually fill in the ad space instead of just, you know, leaving it alone. That would be a big shakeup for cartoons because I've never watched outside of like indie cartoons, cartoons that are outside of any format of 11 or 22, which is kind of crazy. Even these She-Ra Netflix ones, I think, are 22 minutes long. Is that just because everyone understands that production format, and so it's just easily repeatable? But what kind of stories can you tell if you add four minutes to an 11-minute episode? I feel like you see examples of that in uh, Bravest Warriors. I was thinking about Bravest Warriors when you mentioned indie cartoons not 
you know, who didn't have to worry about airing on TV. Yeah. And, well, speaking of them, I have been waiting over here for Bee and Puppy Cat Lazy in Space to come out. It was supposed to come out in 2018 on VRV, which is where Bravest Warriors also is. And I'm just expecting that that should come out sometime this year. I really hope it's not delayed or, I mean, I, I severely doubt it's canceled. It, it should be coming, but there's been almost no updates about it. But I really liked the 10 episode run of Bee and Puppy Cat. And I never read any of the comics. Maybe I should do that in the meantime. I don't know if they cover any actual canon story, but the ending to that one was sort of wild. So I need to see that followed up. Plus, it's in space, and I, I just love space. And it's 2020. Everything should take place in space. We should be in space. This podcast should be recorded in space. You know, if we can get the budget for that, we might make it happen. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article for Being Puppy Cat, and I don't know. It says it will continue with a second season titled Being Puppy Cat Lazy in Space in 2020, but then the citation for that takes you to an article that says it'll come out in 2019. So <laughs> Right? That's yeah, I looked at that same news article and I was like, hmm, what other citations on Wikipedia are like this? Is my entire base of knowledge a lie in the world? That's a, that's a very important skill for you guys out there. Uh, check the citations on Wikipedia. Especially for smaller articles, because they'd get touched less and seen less by mods. Yeah, you're not gonna, because on an article like Being Puppy Cat, you're not gonna have a whole bunch of editors ready to wage an edit war with somebody who wants to vandalize the page. Oh god, people attack the Summer Camp Island page a whole bunch. <laughs> Hotly contested. Is that show having another season this year? Oh, it better. I'm, I'm assuming that they're just going to do a, do every year what, what they've done the past two years and just drop 20 episodes in the summertime, which, oh, which means this summer is going to be fantastic. I mean, you, you haven't, you haven't seen the end of season two of Summer Camp Island, so I'm not going to spoil it for you, David. Oh, wait, there's something worthy of spoiling? We get, we get quite the cliffhanger. Oh my. Well, yeah, I'm hyped. We really need to, uh, I mean, I should just watch the episodes on my own, but at this point, I'm so used to like, oh, podcast episode is coming up. Now I'll watch an episode. So we need to like get our coverage going, but I guess we have Infinity Train before that. There'll be some time. Unless Steven Universe Future, which we're also anticipating this year, comes out sooner than expected. I'm betting if they want to make it not conflict with the release of HBO Now, they're going to need to release it before then. So that means it's coming in the next four months, right? Of course it will. Of course it will, but it also has to not conflict with Rick and Morty. Eh. Which also has to come out in the next three or four months, I hope. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know what to say about the Bee and Puppy Cat thing. I've I found the edit where it was where it was changed from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty and like he doesn't have any citations at all. Just just smacks it in there. Just an IP address. Clearly the show creator. And he didn't he didn't even wait until twenty nineteen was over. He did it on December nineteenth, twenty nineteen. That's called a uh, wishful thinking right there. So, yeah, that that's sort of the landscape. I think my one weird, the show that I am not hyped for yet, but I am deeply interested in, the most interesting thing coming out, in my opinion, this year, is The Cuphead Show, a video game adaptation show that is a cartoon which hasn't been done for a while, except for maybe the Sonic Forces cartoon, which... Produces great memes, but uh, uh, this one is actually based in like animation quality, and unlike Sonic, has only one game to pull material from. And so I'm really interested to see what the heck the stories are going to be about. 
because Cuphead was a really fun game and really visually interesting, but I have no idea how it lends itself to stories. I, I only see the like visual qualities, so hmm. I think that one's coming to Netflix. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about all the different ways they could do it, and since like Cuphead is itself an homage to a visual homage to early cartoons, like they could literally just make old school Disney style cartoons with the Cuphead characters, and I think it would be completely faithful to Cuphead. So, ooh, I I wonder if they went that direction. Well, from that perspective, then you don't even really have to worry about story that hard because it's more about just visual gags or, you know, I'm thinking about like the Mickey Mouse shorts. You gotta get the physicality right, though. Right, right. Well, there was like a bunch of Mickey Mouse shorts that came out in like 2016, I think, that were really good and those are mostly based on like, all you have to do is say, oh, Mickey's a little mischievous and, you know, Goofy is Goofy. And that's all you need to set up just scenarios doing literally anything and they can be pretty entertaining. But if this is coming to Netflix, it's not going to be shorts. These are going to be, I'm assuming, at least 11 minute episodes. Hmm. So can you do, uh, you know, that's pushing the boundary even beyond what those Mickey Mouse cartoons tried to do, which were only four or five minutes long. Yeah, they don't they don't have to do it in the old style, but that would be like I think the easiest way to do it. They could they could do whatever. Like Cuphead is about a very specific time in their lives. So, yeah. unless you're planning on stretching out a boss rush into a cartoon, <laughs> which I think would be a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be about some other part of their lives. Anyway, guys, that's us on our uh, limited thoughts about what's coming down the pipe in 2020. Join us next week where we'll have our impressions about book two of Infinity Train. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or find us on YouTube and give us a like. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com.